Blind Living Radio is brought to you by HP ink and toner cartridges. Precision engineered to work together with your HP printer. Industries for the Blind presents Blind Living Radio, where you'll hear interesting topics, fun stories, and important news about our blind and visually impaired community. It's time now for Blind Living Radio. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Blind Living Radio. I'm your host, Harley Thomas. In the studio today, I have a very special guest, Mr. Jim Marcus. Hello, Jim. Hi. Hi. How are you? We are in the HP and eSight studio. Isn't that kind of cool? That is amazingly cool. I know. So cool. Not as cool as stuff that you do, though. I don't know about that. This is a pretty cool room. This is this is cool. Welcome to Industries for the Blind, Jim. You're a guest here. Thank you so much. And I love having you around. The vibe is so good. That's hard to live up to right there. I know. This is That's this is going to be positive vibe show. Putting the bar way up there. I, I We can't have a bromance, though. I'm, I, I say no to bromance. Jim has been working on the new IB website and branding of Industries for the Blind. Ivy Milwaukee. Which is very fun and cool. Yes, it is fun. It is fun. And you know what? We're really lucky to work with you, Jim. I know you don't like to toot your own horn. Jim was at a top ad agency in Chicago. He's worked on a few brands that we've all heard of, you know, McDonald's with Digital Creative and the Dove campaign for women with real beauty, the Truth Anti-Tobacco campaign, Mm -hmm. all things that I know of, the musician artist writer. You're a musician. You're an artist. You're a writer. I am. You're 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 a big time musician. I'm not not a big time musician. I mean, I've just put a few records out, but not a big time musician. A few more than I did, right? Yes, a few more than I did. That's true. I'm going to bring you with me yes. everywhere, so I can say yes. That. Can I be your roadie? And I can say I put out more records than this guy. Right I put out here. more records than this guy in the front row. Standing this guy right here in the black <laughs> shirt. I put out more records than him. Yeah, wouldn't that be fun? So, Jim, I just want to talk a little about the new website and. Some of the cool things. I mean, it's not your typical corporate website. This is what we do. This is how we do it. Call us. Right. Yeah. No, it's a little different. Yeah, I think what we're trying to do, it's, it's interesting, too, because, you know, uh, I, I, I don't want to go too far back, but, you know, I've worked on a lot of brands, and finding the place in the brand, uh, the company, with, like, what they believe in, like, what, what's their heart, like, where's their heart at? And I remember having so many great aha moments working with great brands in the past, like when we were working on... Um, on Truth, the anti-tobacco campaign, I know we had all sorts of really interesting conflicting reports uh, from our strategy people and from the planning people. And they were like, you know, young people, they don't care that they're going to die from tobacco. They don't care. But this person over here says they do care. This person here is like, well, uh, young people want to be, they want to be different. And this person over here says they want to be part of a group, right? And so we had to put all these pieces together. And finally, at the end of the day, it came down to the fact that young people just don't want to be lied to. And that that realization that like that, that came at us from all sides became the centerpiece of truth, the anti-tobacco campaign, which is that young people just, they didn't necessarily think they were ever going to die because they're pretty young and they're pretty immortal. Right. At that know? age, sure. But they, but they didn't want to be lied to. And that was what resonated. So I know that in talking internally to people about industries of the blind, it's really easy to find the things that resonate with everyone. It's like everyone really cares about the work they do and stuff like that. But externally, what can we find that would resonate with people? And I think you've spent hours, I don't think, I know you've spent hours talking to people, almost like little mini focus groups one-on-one. Yes. 
and whether they're on camera or they're on film, you've gotten a lot of their stories and you've been able to take a lot of that and put it together into a digital landscape. Yeah, I, I feel like the website is going to be doing a good job of communicating to people where the heart of this company is at. And we go back over and over again to that idea that the people that you uh, who are your customers aren't necessarily people who want what you're selling. They're the people who believe what you believe. And letting people know what we believe, I think, is this hugely important part of it. You actually came up with a concept that is very different on the way to lay out the website actually into three distinct groups. Yeah, I think that when we first started throwing back and forth this the website, there was a lot of stuff on it. And I know that one of the things that when you're doing a website, you want to make sure people get it right away. If people have to figure out like the format of your company and the arrangement and what you're, you know, it's going to take them a long time. They might just bail. So we came up with an idea to split off some of these things into separate sites so that it would actually, uh, each one would have its own intent. So someone's really coming to learn more about Ivy Milwaukee and they can kind of see who's engaged with the brand. Who's, it's, it's a way to celebrate the brand itself, right? And, and the company and the people the company, at the organization. The celebration. People, all that kind of stuff. Whereas the, the main focus of commerce where I'm here to buy something, really moved over to the IB Supply website, where if your goal is to go there, because at the end of the day, if you're going to shop for something, you want a very quick, streamlined shop. I want to shop and get out. Yeah, exactly. I want to be done. You know, And if you're looking at websites like the Target website and you know Kmart, and these, these websites, they're there to sell you something and do a great job of being a, a, a top-of-the-line commerce site. You have to go look for the corporation on those sites. Exactly. It's, it's all about... E-commerce. Here it is. Buy something. If yeah. you went to Target.com, yeah. you get shopping. Exactly. You want to go to Target Corporation, scroll all the way to the bottom. Yeah, exactly. We just wanted to make sure that, that someone who goes to IP Supply who needs something can go there and walk away with it. You know? Right. So that was important to us. And then the piece that we thought would make the whole thing work together was this idea of all of the stuff going on with Blind Living Radio, all the stuff going on with, with elevating the voices of people with a low visual acuity, the blind community, making sure that they're heard, could all be rolled into a single website. The idea is just this is the home for the viewpoints, the opinions, the talent, the expression, the explosion of energy from the blind community. So it's a place to get to know them and to experience and explore what they have to say. There's so many blind artists yeah. in the world. Right. There isn't really a central location to go to. Yeah. And IB Voice will be one of those. Yeah. And what's interesting is, is that there's this conversation about subjectification versus objectification, right? So when you objectify, you talk about a group of people and you put them up on a pedestal even. You try and figure out things about them, blah, 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 and everything like that. And that's one thing. But subjectifying is when you take the microphone and you put it in their hands and you're like, tell us what. And that's what IB Voice is really about. It's about making sure that these, the people who are involved in this feel like they're the subject. Jim, you know what? We should take a quick break. We should. I'm in the studio with Mr. Jim Marcus, creative director extraordinaire. I'm Harley Thomas. You're listening to Blind Living Radio in the HP studio. We'll be right back. Hang on. Blind Living Radio will be right back after these messages. Blind Living Radio is supported by Industries for the Blind in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Creating employment opportunities for the blind and visually impaired from coast to coast. From Milwaukee, Wisconsin, this is Blind Living Radio. 
from Industries for the Blind, providing employment opportunities for blind professionals since 1952. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Blind Living Radio. I'm in the HP studio. I'm Harley Thomas with my very special guest, and I like to say friend, Mr. Jim Marcus. Hi, Jim. Hi, Harley. How are you? You know, during the break, we had a nice little chat. We did. We don't have long, though. No. It's only about a minute and a half, but there's plenty of time for us to talk about the future. And what is the future for people with low visual acuity? What is the future of Industries for the Blind. And you know what I realized in the break, Jim? When? We didn't tell people the name of the overall arching marketing campaign. Because the campaign, actually, you came up with a name for the whole campaign. Right, yeah. When we were talking about what we wanted to do with the campaign, right? So a lot of a lot of the conversation was really around, we know what Industries of Blind does. You know, the, the hard product it actually is able to make, you know, the manufacturing that happens here, everything on that particular journey. That's and, important. And it's but. important. And it's exciting. But at the end of the day, there's something bigger going on here. And we wanted to kind of express that in a, in a really sort of unique way. So what do we stand for here? What are we trying to create? And as we were tossing stuff back and forth, we thought to ourselves, okay, let's say we are remarkably successful, incredibly successful uh, with everything that we're trying to do here and we can change the world. How would we want to change it for the better? And so the idea was to create real belonging for people who have low visual acuity in situations where in the past they may have felt excluded, in situations where they may not feel like they are well invited um, or, or that there's necessarily a place for them to create real belonging. And given the fact that that is part of Maslow's hierarchy, it seemed to us to be something that was powerful, and everything above it is something that relies on it. It relies on it. You, you know? need to belong. That's why people join groups. That's why they your band families. is a group, right? Yes, indeed. That's why people have. That's why the family unit, because yeah. you're. It's all about belonging, and yeah, there has to be a place where if you're not there, there's a hole. I miss you. Yeah, and you're missed. And and everyone knows that you belong there. So it's not just a, a matter of a place where I can go if I want to. You know, it's a place you belong. So above belonging in the hierarchy sits the idea of self-esteem. You know, obviously, which is important to everybody. But above that is the is the one that really kind of draws me in, which is this idea of self-actualization, being the exact thing that you want to be. So belonging to us felt so powerful, and it felt like this is something we can do to help create a sense of real belonging for individuals in the blind community through the fulfilling work that's happening here, being a part of a community that really is about them, that has a whole that's waiting for them. And it's geared toward the employees mm-hmm. as well as customers can belong yeah. to part of it. And I think the community can belong to part of it. It's bigger than just one or two or 10 or 20 people. Right. It's a really big idea that the entire leadership team can get behind, every person in the company can get behind, customers can get behind, community leaders. Uh-huh. It's really inspiring. And when you talk about it, and I w- I've watched you talk to the employees about it at different meetings, and they're so engaged. No one looks away. No one's checking their phone for messages. Everyone's listening no to... No one's thrown things at me yet. No one's thrown anything at you yet, even though you did warn the one group. Yeah. They were getting a little feisty. There's no tomatoes. There's no... um... Jim, you know, I called you a creative director earlier in your introduction. That might be your official title. I'll use air quotes. Everyone, I'm using air quotes with creative director. But you're really a futurist. You... 
I think so, yeah. You're able to see things and see how they all come together. And where do you think this concept can go moving forward for all our listeners that are out there, the thousands and thousands of people that are at home not working or they want a job but they don't know what to do or they uh-huh. they don't feel there's a chance for them to work? Right. Well, I, I think that I'm a big fan of the future. You know, I believe the future is going someplace there's something really good in the future, something really powerful. And I think that what's one of the things that's just interesting to me right now is the future of digital thingness. The idea of thingness. Digi- thingness. Like we're creating digital things now, right? And the line between an analog thing, thing that lives in the world, and a digital thing is blurring. Right. So remember uh, when you first started working on computers, you had to click on something with your mouse and then look at it through the screen. Right. But the iPad was a uh, a revolution in a way because the thing you were using to touch something, the screen and view it was the same thing. Mm -hmm. We're getting much closer to the idea of a digital thing in space. Right. So when we start talking about hologram technology, we start talking about buying digital things. We're talking about a whole new world of thingness. Right. I think that what you're going to start seeing over the next 20 years is analog and digital things are going to start blurring together. The interesting thing about this is that with digital things, we get to decide the attributes they actually have. So if we're talking about the fact that people with low visual acuity live in the world of things, just the same as every single other person does, right? If we are deciding what attributes things actually have, we can tailor the world to them in a way that is much more inclusive. Someone who lives in a more visual world can actually have digital things that are more visual. Someone who lives in a more tactile world can really up the presence, the tactile presence in their world. And I think that's one of the things you and I have talked about bringing to industries for the blind, Mm -hmm. is how do we keep new technology? How do we work on the next center, which is our innovation center? How do we listen to employees' ideas and you know, essentially they can come in and pitch an idea. It's listened to by management. And how do we allow people to use the senses that they want to use, that they prefer to use in situations? Because, you know, when it comes right down to it, Industries of the Blind, this, this place doesn't exist just for that binary blind people or sighted people, right? There are right. people on that floor out there who ha- who have hearing de- uh, deficits. And we need to find ways to allow people to use the senses that they want to to explore what's around them. And one of those is eSight, one of yes. our sponsors. And they're actually at our place last week with some of their product, and it actually lets people with very low visual acuity have acuity by looking at their goggles that are basically TV monitors. Right. And they're custom fit and the prescription is all tweaked in and mm-hmm. the technology is absolutely amazing. But there's another future thing, right? Yeah. That that's where digital is really taking over. Well, eSight's a great example of where where the, imagine the thing in the world versus the digital thing that's being delivered to the individual through what senses they want it to be delivered to through right. eSight. This is where they're blurring. And once we have that complete ability to reflect analog thingness in the digital space, we can do almost anything. Is 3D printing digital, though? Is that really a thing? Oh, yeah. 3D printing is a definitely Would you call that example. digital or is that like thingness? Well, 3D printing is that, that line between digital and analog thingness. And when you see, digi- when you see renewable 3D printing, like, for example, let's, uh, let, you walk into your kitchen, right, and it's a completely entirely open space, and you invoke a blender. 
and a blender, some combination of tactile 3D printing, some combination of holograms, some combination of visuals versus touch. Can I drink the chocolate shake when we're done? Yes. That's the idea. That's it, all I care but about. But the blender the goes away. But right? I don't have to store it or clean it. That's even better. See, that's the idea. When digital and analog thing this blur, we can choose the qualities of each one of them and and express those. I'm like George Jetson, you know. I just want to walk you up. You're totally like George. And Jetson. have food just or on Star Trek where you just walk up and food just magically appears. Absolutely. Jim, you know what? This has been great chatting with you today. I appreciate your time. Uh, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. In the studio for Blind Living Radio, I'm with Mr. Jim Marcus, futurist <laughs> and good friend of Industries for the Blind. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening to Blind Living Radio. We will be back next week with another special guest. Have a great week. Blind Living Radio is proud to be supported by Industries for the Blind in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. To learn more about Industries for the Blind, go to IBMILW.com and find out how you can directly help support the blind community.